Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Uh, it's grey and drizzly this Monday, but I'm bringing you all the feel-good vibes, I promise you. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086-1800-658. Huey Lewis on the news. The Power of Love kicking us off this Monday morning. I'm playing that one, especially for Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, who tied the knot over the weekend. And I know they're a big fan of this show. Oh, they tune in. They tune in every single day. They do. Yeah, they got uh, wed. Now, look, they were already sort of married in a Las Vegas style. You know, that was, you know, very a quick sort of Las Vegas wedding in mid-July. But they have gotten married properly in front of friends and family and of course all of the you know celebrity kind of gossip sites have been circling they've been circling in the helicopters trying to get photographs of this very sort of supposed to be private affair but there you go Benifer are 100% official now and um, it's something like 20 something years 20 years since they first dated they're finally together you see you know if you're meant for each other you'll just find each other and you'll connect so hopefully it won't be like normal celebrity marriages and it will actually, you know, last the test of time. Here's hoping. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck married over the weekend. Um, lots of you getting in touch already. You're bright and you're up and at it. You're up and at it with the texts on this Monday morning on 0861800658. Mina has reminded me that uh, it's the lovely girls competition, she's called it. Um, it is, of course, the Rose of Chile that she's talking about. The Rose of Chile International Festival. It is back on our screens tonight and Tuesday and Dahi Dahi O'Shea is back and he has promised laughter, tears and a few surprises and no doubt he has been chomping at the bit to get back at the Rose Tralee after its absence over the last couple of years um, so uh, we have 33 roses from Ireland, Britain and the US Canada, Australia and the Middle East they have landed in the Kingdom of Kerry for the live shows and uh, it's going to be great it's going to be great look at I absolutely loved the Rosa Tralee as a child. I loved the dresses. It's always a bit of crack. It's always a bit of, it's just distinctly Irish, isn't it? This festival, it really is. And there's always kind of something that we're talking about uh, that's gone viral. Like, uh, do you remember the um, Dublin, was there a, a Rose from Dublin who had done that rap, the infamous rap? 
that we were all kind of a bit cringy about but fair play to her you know what I mean she was bringing out something different on the stage uh, also wasn't there like a marriage proposal which was a bit like oh my god and your one was going no no don't propose to be here the mortification of it it's always something and remember Dahi was in his big kinky boots the last time as well so you never know there could be a bit of crack um, he uh was saying that uh, you know he's gotten to kind of know them over the course of the two weeks, um, so they've been hanging out and it's made a. You know he's delighted that he's back doing it and he's hoping that they're all going to just shine on stage and it's going to be great. So it's uh, airing tonight on RTE One and the player from eight to nine pm and nine thirty five uh, to eleven thirty five as well. Uh, so you'll get all the goss and everything else. And we are going to be talking about. Um, a specific rose, local rose, the Monaghan rose, because our own image consultant, Ria Macklin from House of Colour, did a little bit of style consultation and colour consultation with her. So we're going to be chatting about that. So watch out for the Monaghan rose. Rose, She's going to be making a big impact, I'd say, colour-wise, definitely, on the stage. Uh, She's going to be taken to the stage tomorrow night. So we're going to be chatting to Maria all about that. And on the subject of style, we're going to be chatting about that Garda uniform, the new uniform. What do we make of it? Is it making much of an impact? Is it making the right impact? Maria is going to have her say on that a little bit later on. So lots to get through on the programme. Plus, I have details of a great, brilliant competition that we're running all this week in association with Visit Morn. I'll tell you all about that very, very shortly. First, it's back to the music. And uh, we were talking about love and the power of it earlier on. This is for all of those experiencing heartbreak. It's Little Mix. Little Mix of the Breakup Song on LMFM's 11 to 1. I meant to mention this last week, actually, because I was talking to Natalie Kelly of the Drogheda Dolls during the week and I am thrilled. I am thrilled for this. This has been a big, big dream of Natalie's for a long time. You'll know all about the Drogheda Dolls. They're a fantastic Facebook page, a great community of women supporting each other. Well, now the Dolls have a house and this has been something that Natalie has wanted for an awful long time to have a Dolls house. She's going to be talking to Jerry Kelly on the late lunch about this today and she's going to be revealing where it is and uh, she was telling me about it there's been an awful lot of work setting this up you know uh, they have a nice boutique in there uh, for people and the the boutique is free so it's for people who really kind of are in real need and you know need like new clothes maybe for themselves or the kids or whatever there's lots of great donations in there so she's got the boutique you can just go and have a coffee and actually physically meet up together because well Sadrada Dolls is a great online community uh, she's kind of bringing it into the real world now kind of moving it from the uh, online into the real world you can meet up together support each other and there's going to be so much that is going to happen in this dollhouse they um, were campaigning and fundraising for a location they found a location they've paid up everything that they need to owe for a year so it is there for a year for, and it's going to be open so Jerry Kelly's going to be chatting more about that a little bit later on on the late lunch and I wish them all the very best of luck everybody who's involved I know there's a team of volunteers behind Natalie and everything that she does so uh, fair play to them and it's finally happening and I'll be excited to check it out myself I really will so that's happening late lunch a little bit later on now right here on 11 to 1 I have a great prize up for grabs okay how would you fancy a two night stay in the Sleeve Donard Hotel in Newcastle County Down as well as that there's some luxuries there's some vouchers for luxury goods up for grabs as well I'm going to give you all the details of our competition just after these 11 to 1 
It is competition time on 11 to 1 and I have a great one for you all this week because in a matter of weeks food and music fans can look forward to a weekend of fabulous eats and beats at Visit Moran's newest Joint Adventures Festival. Set against the stunning backdrop of the Mount Moran Mountains Newcastle and County Down will host the new Eats and Beats Festival. It's happening Saturday the 3rd and Sunday the 4th of September. They're going to provide the best in local and international food. Visitors can enjoy delicious fare at the homegrown and world food villages. There's over 60 food and drink outlets on offer and if that isn't enough music lovers can dance their way around three music stages which will offer over 40 free performances and fringe events to celebrate all of this I've teamed up with Visit Morn they've given me a fabulous prize of a two night stay at the Sleeve Donnard Hotel in Newcastle okay there's bed and breakfast plus vouchers for two people for short cross gin from the Radimon Distillery the Whitewater Brewing Company and Neary Nog's chocolate this is some prize really and truly I want this prize I don't want to give it to you it's too good this week Uh, but of course I have to we're going to pick a finalist every day and the overall winner is going to be announced on Friday so what do you have to do well seems as it's kind of eats and beats I was thinking about drum beats right so all you have to do is tell me the song that the iconic drum beat belongs to okay so I'm going to play you a snippet of a well known song I need the name of the song and the artist okay and you'll know it from its iconic drum beat okay so here is today's song okay what's the name of the song and the artist and your answers to 086 658 here it is I think that's really easy. I think it's really easy. Do you want to hear it again? It's very simple. What is the name of that song, please? 086 658 Don't forget the artist as well. Artist, name of the song, iconic drum beat. And you could be going along to the Sleeve Donnard Hotel in Newcastle bed and breakfast and all those gorgeous vouchers up for grabs as well get your answers in to me 086 658 your home of great music to get me through it all L-M-F-M. Louis Capaldi someone you loved on LMFM's 11 to 1 lots of people getting straight in there with the right answer I think I made it too easy today to kickstart you off uh, but do keep them coming in and that's all with thanks to Visit Morn uh, the full festival lineup, by the way of that Eats and Beats festival and further information on where to stay eat and things to do can be found at visitmornmountains.co.uk and you can find all the details as well on social media at Visit Morn is where you'll get them uh, I need the artist as well now people Okay, not just the song title, the artist as well to 086 1800 658. Shakira, Shakira. This is perfection. No fighting, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting. No fighting. Shakira, Shakira, hips don't lie. Uh, it's not Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Can we just put that one to bed? No, no, it's not that one. 086 1800 658. Uh, there's a few that are getting a bit confused. We might play a little bit later on for you, uh, but it's not that one. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> now, moving on to our, our first item. Losing a loved one to suicide can be extremely devastating as well as grieving the loss. You're also in turmoil trying to figure out 
why it might have happened. Well, my first guest knows all too well the pain of losing a loved one to suicide. She lost a brother in 2011. However, she is determined to support those going through this similar loss. So she is working with HUG. They are a charity that were set up in 2017 and it provides a free, safe and confidential environment where those bereaved by suicide can share their experiences and feelings. And they have set up a new group. It's an in-person group in the City North Hotel in Gormanstown for the Lay Than Meath area. I'm going to be joined by Sarah Marie Kerr. She's a facilitator with HUG. I'm going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. Losing a loved one to suicide is extremely devastating. As well as grieving the loss, you're also in turmoil trying to figure out why it happened. My first guest knows all too well the pain of losing a loved one to suicide. However, she's determined to support those going through this loss. She felt compelled to work with the bereavement charity HUG as a bereavement facilitator. It was a charity set up in 2017 and it provides free, safe and confidential environment where those bereaved by suicide can share their experiences and feelings and also receive and offer support to each other. So all of HUG's peer support groups are led by people with lived experience of suicide. There's now a HUG Suicide Bereavement Peer Support Group set up in Louth and Meath and I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Sarah Marie Kerr. She's one of the facilitators running this new group. How are you doing, Sarah Marie? Good morning, Sinead. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so, so much for, for joining me to discuss this. Because, you know, as I mentioned there in, in the opening, it's it's so devastating. I can't even begin to imagine the pain and loss someone experiences when a loved one dies by suicide. It must be the most horrific thing to go through as a family. Yeah, it's certainly the most traumatic thing and experience that I've ever had. Um, it's devastating. It's very overwhelming and it's very difficult to put into words just how debilitating the loss is. And, you know, suicide is something that is still very much discussed here in hushed tones. We, we, we struggle to speak about it openly, you know, let alone kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're awkward at the best of times, Irish people, when, when somebody has died. But particularly in this scenario, I mean, did you find that people didn't know what to say to you? Yeah. And, you know, I can see from their perspective, too. Um, I think the the best advice I could give somebody who didn't know what to say to somebody who is bereaved by suicide is to say exactly those words. I don't know what to say. Mm. Because there is comfort in that because it gives you then a chance to speak to them and they learn how you feel. Um, and, you know, they can carry that on then. But we people are bereaved by suicide just need people to listen. To be there, isn't it? Absolutely, and to and, and to, to be, be support, there. yeah. And and yeah. you know your your brother Dylan, he uh, died in twenty eleven. Did you find there was much support out there for you and the family? I mean, I, I suppose a lot has changed since then. A lot has changed since then. I feel we have a little way to go yet. Too, um, there'll always be improvements to be made and to support people who are bereaved by suicide. Uh, myself, I can only speak from my own experience um, now. Counselling was the big thing, mm. um, you know, with anybody who's who's lost a loved one. And I did counselling for a short while and um, it just didn't really work for me. Um, I wanted to speak to somebody who knew how I was feeling. And this is where Hug Charity come in. Tell me about them and how did you discover the, the charity yourself? So I discovered um, Hug through my mother, Fiona. She spoke to me um, one day about the organisation after hearing a radio interview. 
much like this. And I was sold on the organisation itself um, with her opening line where she told me that the groups were facilitated by people with lived experience of suicide. So um, I was really determined then, you know, I was 10 years on in my grief process and I felt that it was time for me to help other people. So what is HUG? HUG is a peer support organisation and it provides a safe, confidential environment for people who are bereaved by suicides. They can come to the group, they can share their experiences and their feelings. So the group is really all about giving and gaining support from each other. HUG's mission is one that I really love and I'm so passionate about. HUG aim to provide hope and healing for anybody bereaved by suicide. So we're not just talking about somebody who's lost a family member. Mm-hmm. It could be a friend. It could be a, a cousin. We have the people who've lost mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters. We've had we've had people who've come that work in emergency services who've been a first responder wow. who are impacted yes. by suicide. So it really is impacting everybody. I wouldn't have thought you know. of that aspect of it, as you say, they're completely, you know, the people maybe who arrive on the scene or who are, you know, faced with, with, with this, you know, absolutely, as you say there. And, you know, I love the, the, the name of this. It's called HUG, but it's um, Healing Untold Grief Groups. That's what it's uh, kind of abbreviated uh, into. So has this really helped you? As you say, you know, you're, you were at that point where you were kind of, you know, 10 years on from your own kind of uh, a grief journey, because it is a journey. It's not something that just goes goes away it's something that kind of develops into maybe something else over time have you found that this has been a huge kind of help for you personally being not only within the group setting yourself but being able to kind of offer that helping hand to somebody at the beginning of the journey absolutely Sinead and you know in the early stages of grief and particularly when you've lost somebody to suicide everything can be a bit hazy and Mm. Going to the hug groups has almost brought me back to the beginning of the pro- of my process. You know, when we talk and people say, you know, this happened. Did you feel that? Did you? Did that happen to you? How, you know, and you kind of go, yeah, I, gosh, I, I had almost forgotten that I felt like that. Um, so it really does. You know, the groups are just, they're absolutely brilliant. They're so open. Um, and they really just give people that hope and that healing that they live. Just being with people who understand your pain. You know, you don't have to speak at the groups. Yeah. Um, there's healing in just being with people who understand your pain. That's it. And as you say, you're walking in the door. Not only is everybody uh, in the group that is going through the grief process, you know, experiencing the same thing. But like you say, the facilitators like yourself are also in it with you, which I think it really sets you guys apart. It really does. Um, so yourself and a colleague, Alan Martin, you set up a support group for Lay Than Mead. Uh, this is going to be an in-person, thanks be to God, support group uh, ceremony. Tell me more about this. So the groups are open. We meet fortnightly in the City North Hotel. So it'll be every second Tuesday mm-hmm. and the groups are free of charge. If you are interested in attending a group, you can contact HUG. Um, there's a couple of different ways to contact them. So hug.ie, is the website. There's loads of information on there about 
uh, the support groups, the mission, what we do. Um, you can email support at hug.ie or you can call 015134048 and you can leave a message. It's a monitored machine, um, monitored answering machine and somebody will get back to you, speak to you about your experience, your situation, your loss and then you can decide if you would like to join a group. Um, that's a great way yeah if people people can kind of ring in advance and sort of see you know is this going to be something that's going to help and we have those details I'll give them out as well and and you know you mentioned you sort of touched on it a little bit there there must be a lovely sense of togetherness in the groups then you know it's a huge benefit for people there really is um, you know there is such comfort there and the, the groups are not always you know doom and gloom mm. we cry we laugh some weeks we're tell, giving each other Netflix recommendations on what to watch, you know, for those days where we say, where you just, some days you need to close the curtains and just have an off day, yeah. sit with your grief. Um, it is very, very tough and the pain and the trauma is incredible, but there is healing and there is hope and people need to know that you're not alone. You're really not alone. There are so many people out there who are willing and able to help and, you know, as you mentioned there as well, you know, sitting with the grief, I think that's really important actually for anybody with any loss, because, you know, so often we sort of, you know, there's, there's this sort of attitude of, oh, you know, pick yourself up now and get on with it. And, you know, life goes on and all that. To an extent, you know, I think that it's so, so important to just live in it, as you've just said, you know, that can actually be extremely beneficial in the long run as well. Absolutely. Um I can tell you that for about five years, I ran from mine mm. and it came back tenfold. There was absolutely no benefit to it at all. Um, I still carry my grief. I still have the days where I just want the world to stop, where I'm wishing the time away almost with wanting my brother back. Mm. Uh, but I can say from my experience that it does get better. And I know that people who may be listening to this are at the beginning of their journey and thinking, how how can I go on with this incredible pain? You learn to grow around your grief. You will still carry it with you, but you will grow around it and you will live your life again. And there's no guilt in that. I think, you know, it's incredibly courageous, first of all, Sarah Marie, to come on and speak so openly about your own experience and to offer that wonderful advice to people is is really beneficial. I thank you so, so much. And I wish yourself and Alan all the very best to look with this new group going forward. Thank you so, so much for taking time out to have a chat with us today. Thanks for having me on tonight. Thanks Thank a million. Sarah Marie Kerr there. A lot of wisdom in what she's saying. I really do think that she will be so, so helpful for people that are going through this. As she mentioned, there's every second Tuesday, the City North Hotel in Gormanstown. If you want more information about what they do, they're a wonderful organisation. Hug.ie. There's double G there. H-U-double G dot I-E. Or that number again, if you want to reach out to them. 01513. 4048. So 01513-4048. And we'll leave that number there for reception that anyone who needs it. 11 to 1. We're going back in time now, shortly to 2005. And I've got music from Something Happens for You on the Way. But first, it's time for this. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 2005, Hurricane Katrina formed over the Bahamas, later becoming a Category 5 hurricane, wreaking so much havoc across the, the, the world, really, I think. And today is Valentino Day, commemorating the death of Rudolf Valentino. Uh, he was, of course, a 1920s film star of the Force Horse, Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, uh, also Blood and Sand, uh, and uh, he was a sex symbol, early pop icon. He was known as the Latin lover, or just as Valentino, and uh, he was passed away on this day, August 23rd, back in uh, 19... When was it? 1920, yes, yes, 1920. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's all our updates on the Northeast Update for this morning. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Bernie, thank you so much, Bernie. She says, um, I don't mind saying my name. I'm normally very shy, um, but this hug group has been, uh, is, sorry, is her lifeline. Uh, so thank you so much for sharing that. That's somebody there with direct experience of uh, working with with the hug group. Um, and I do think, you know, like fair play to, to Sarah Marie for coming on. It's not easy. It really isn't just in the in the at the best of times. It's not easy talking about things like this. And then to come on and talk on the radio about it is truly extremely brave. So fair play to her. Um, as I said, every second Tuesday, Gormanstown uh, in the City North Hotel, hug.ie. OK, that's where you'll find more information about what they do. Now, just uh, want to tell you that uh, the sort of the Heritage Week thing is still going on this week in Balbriggan uh, because Balbriggan and District Historical Society, uh, they have a special event happening on Wednesday. That's August 24th at the Bracken Court Hotel at 8pm. It's an August talk by Colin T- Colum Timmins on genealogy and Balbriggan and how to trace your own family. Interesting. This is fascinating. A lot of people interested in this. And you know, they have all all these online kits out there as well that people like to do. Uh, So Colm is a longtime member of the society and a local genealogist. So he has years of experience and he's going to speak about Balbriggan and he'll share his extensive knowledge to help you begin the journey of tracing your own family. So very interesting. It's just five euro admission, but members go free. And uh, you can find out more information on this, by the way, balbrigganhistory.com. Okay, so that's where you'll find the details of that. So it's happening uh, in the Brackencourt Hotel, Balbriggan, 8pm on Wednesday. Very interesting subject for people who want to trace their own family genealogy. Now heading towards 12 news and after that we are back talking style with image consultant Ria Macklin from House of Colour. She's going to give her views on the new Garda uniform. 11 to 1. There's Ellie Golding, Love Me Like You Do and LMFM's 11 to 1. I was just half listening, to be perfectly honest with you, as the ads are going through there. And I heard the promo for Jerry Kelly's show and he is going to be paying tribute to Slav. And people will remember Slav and his mother, Nadia Favreau, from Leytown. And uh, I'm just so devastated to hear this news this morning that Slav has uh, passed away and his battle with cancer as pe- people will know around this neck of the woods was well publicised here and indeed uh, his mother just worked so so tirelessly for him 
and uh, he was diagnosed with this rare form of cancer in 2018 and he was just so, so brave. Such a brave young man and so young to have passed away. So very sad to hear of that today and I know that Jerry Kelly will be paying tribute on the show later on for him uh, just when you think of a young man like that to to be going through so much I remember meeting him a couple of times when he was able to come in here and speak to Jerry on his show and uh, to promote kind of various fundraisers and give updates on, on you know what he was going through and his, his battle and everything it's just so devastating and my thoughts are with his obviously heartbroken parents Nadia and Vlado who um, posted details of this on their social media and I know Jerry will pay a much better tribute than I ever could on the late lunch a little bit later on but thoughts and prayers um, and everything else with his family and he will be remembered he, he really will be remembered Really sorry to hear this news. Absolutely awful, awful news. And as I say, Jerry will pay a, be- a much better tribute on late lunch a little bit later on. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. Actress Alison Bree shares the secret to her five-year marriage to Dave Franco. She was speaking to Entertainment Tonight at the premiere of her new movie, Spin Me Round. She also explains why one of her dream roles is to be a villain in the MCU. Communication. It's all about good communication. Everybody says it. I think that's why we try to work together so much, honestly, just so we can spend more time together and we don't have to be apart so much. But even when we're apart, we really make an effort to connect every day, and I think that's important. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck said I do again at the weekend, but this time in front of family and friends. The ceremony comes a month after the celebrity couple known as Benifer got married in a Las Vegas drive through chapel. It took place on the grounds of the actor and director Affleck's Georgia mansion on Saturday. Brooke Shields had a hard time letting go as her eldest daughter Rowan headed back to college. The 57-year-old actress cries on Instagram about how challenging it is to see her 19-year-old daughter leave home. So, I just... I just wave my daughter goodbye again. And I thought it would be easier the second time. Oh, it's so hard. I miss her already. (laughs) She's already been away and she's been with me all summer. But I'm not making the drive with her. She's driving with her dad. I said it was just too painful. I don't think I could go through the driving away from campus. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. There you go, go. Thank you so much for sending in messages on 086-1800-658. I always say that there's nothing wrong in showing any sort of emotion, isn't it? You know, don't be bottling it in. It's no point. So thank you so much for that. Uh, now moving on, uh, because we're going to be chatting to our regular guest, I'm delighted to have her back. And uh, there was a lot of talk about this last week on Garda Shia They rolled out their new uniforms last week for over 13,000 personnel. Uh, what do we make of them? Uh, is it making the right impact is the most important thing. No doubt Maria Macklin is going to have a lot to say about this. If you've seen the new Garda uniform, by the way, in the flesh or on pictures or whatever, let us know. What do you think of them? 086 1800 658, please. 
And as well as that, as the Rosa Tralee is kickstarting again tonight, I know Maria has worked uh, with the Monaghan Rose, Rachel Woods, on colour consultation and everything else. So we're going to chat to her all about that as well. She's going to join us after these. 11 to 1. Yes, it's been in the news. A lot of people talking about this on Guard the Shia rolled out their new uniforms recently for over 13,000 personnel. So all officers of the ranks of Garda, Sergeant and Inspector have been kitted out in the new gear which features on a Garda Shia crest for the first time. Garda will no longer wear shirts and ties except on formal occasions but they will continue to wear the distinctive peaked cap. Now this is only the third time in the 100 year history which is quite fascinating that Garda has formally upgraded their look but but is this new look uniform making the right impact? Joining me now to discuss is our image consultant, Maria Macklin from House of Colour. Welcome back. How are you getting on? Hi, Sinead. Good afternoon. Very well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And it's great to have you back with us. Now, there's mixed views out there on this new uniform. And judging from online comments, the public have a lot to stay on this, say on this. But uh, what do you make of it now, Maria? Well, I'm, I'm going to do what I always do with you, Sinead. I'm going to bring you back in history and talk about what the uniform was there yes. for in the first place. And so the concept of the British of the, of the police starts with Robert Peel, a British politician in the early 1800s. And he laid the groundwork for a police force. And really why it was established at that time was to uh, keep control of Ireland, to, to, for, to allow Britain to keep control of Ireland. So the first modern police force was set up in London, known as the Peelers or the Bobbies. We've all heard the term Peelers or Bobbies. Yeah. So, and the difference between that was... Before that, people the control was exerted by sheriffs or army, right? And so this was a way of bridging the gap and allowing control to be exerted by people who looked like part of the public. So, the, so they didn't look combative or they didn't look violent. So it was the way to maintain and secure public respect while also keeping control. So it, was, it, it had a dual. It has a dual role. Policing has a dual role, and that's where the tricky piece lies. You need to look like you're a safe pair of hands. You need mm. to look like you have authority. But you also need to look like you're uh, part of the community, part of the people. Um, and so it's it's a tricky one to get right. The question about the current police uniform is, have they gone too casual? Yeah, And that's the question that is being asked a lot. What police wear is laden with symbolism. And those symbols mean very different things to differentiate them. And so police have a, policing, they have a, their uniform has practical benefits, obviously, but it also emphasises that police are apart from the public, even though they're part of the public. So there's a lot of discussion about that. And while they've done their best to put the insignia on the polo shirts, which they've been given, you know, does it look like a school uniform is the question. And does it look like something you'd put onto a junior infant when they're starting on the first day of school? And that's what people have been talking about on social media. And that's the question. So... That's the starting point. And there has been research done. So in 1974, a psychologist called Leonard Bickman conducted a behavioural study in Brooklyn and he wanted to test the social power of uniforms. So he put a research assistant in three different outfits and asked people on the street to complete small tasks. So the research assistant asked the people to complete tasks, to pick up a piece of litter, to step Mm. back from the curb at a bus stop or to give money to a stranger who needed to pay a parking meter. And when the research assistant dressed in a sports coat and tie, when he was dressed in a sports coat and tie, 19% of those asked did what was asked of them. Okay. When the assistant was dressed in a uniform that resembled a police officer or a security guard, 38% obeyed. Ooh. 
He also tested a milkman's uniform and only 14% obeyed. So society just doesn't respect the milkman, but doesn't respect <laughs> somebody who looks too much like them. Right. So you have to have some differentiation without taking it into a combative state. So the question now is whether with the new police uniform, they will maintain the respect they had when they were wearing a blazer, shirt and tie or whether that will be lost. It it remains to be seen, but it's an interesting conversation. It is so interesting. And thank you so much for putting all of that research into that, because that is fascinating stuff altogether. And as you said, you know, some of the comments online, there was one that says uh, it looks like a costume you'd pick up in pennies for a child. Uh, Somebody said... um, costume, yeah. 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 Uh, Somebody said, uh, show me that polo shirt after five washes. (laughs) Yes. But the other I mean, I happen to be parked last week and I had time and a police car pulled up beside me. So I did what you would do if you're out and about. I interviewed one of the police. I said to her, would you mind... How, how, if I ask you some questions, because I'm talking about this next week. Yeah. What, how do you feel about your new uniform and do you like or dislike it? And, and she said, we love it. It's oh. operational. It's functional. And she was wearing a long sleeve polo shirt, but it actually looked better, in my opinion, than a mm. short sleeve one. Um, she said it's functional. It's comfortable. Their trousers are combat trousers, but they're comfortable and they can move around with them. And I said, so has there been conversation amongst you all about the uniform and she said not really which means that they're all very happy with it because they haven't been complaining there's been no whinging they really like it so you know it has to be comfortable for the wearer too they have to like it and they have to feel right and I I, I did ask her does she feel that she's lost a piece of authority and she Mm. said no she said no so yeah, an interesting one to watch. One to watch, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people, you know, were saying, you know, this idea, to be honest with you, I, I it's less about the casual and more about sort of the unflattering light blue, I would say. I mean, Maria, in your experience with this colour, like, it's not a colour everyone can wear, this blue. No, it's 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 not. And, and a lot of men wear it in shirts because that's the only choice they have. You know, shops, men's shops stock an awful lot of light blue. Yes, um, no, it's not. But blue is the colour of trust. Okay. And it's very hard to get a colour that will suit everybody in a blue because you'd need to have several shades of blue. But blue is the colour of trust, which is why security officers and police around the world wear blue. It, you know, so, so, so that's, that's been taken into account. And they've also still maintained their formality when they need to. So I'm yeah. assuming, I'm hoping if they go into a courtroom, that they will wear their blazer and their suit and tie, their, their mm. shirt and tie, because otherwise their their authority may be undermined. You know, so you know yeah. they kept that option open, which is which is proper. That is proper, and as I did not know that that blue is the colour of trust. There you mm. go. God, we're learning mm. so much from from you this morning. <laughs> uh, but abs- and, the, and the other good thing about it is, Sinead, that it's been manufactured in County Monaghan. So, ah, listen, you know, you know the, 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 a local company won the contract, and that's fantastic. That is fantastic. And, you know, I mean, like, as we said there, you know, it it remains to be seen this idea of, you know, is a little bit too casual. I mean, we're probably living in the the, the day and age where everyone has an opinion on everything at the moment anyway. Um, If you could, though, Maria, if you were part of the design consultation on this initially, what changes would you have made or have you thought about that? I have. I I think I wouldn't have gone so far as the two-tone waterproof jacket and the two-tone mm. soft shell jacket. I, I really think that those, I, ha- I have a slight issue with both of those because the more structure you have in your clothes, the more formality and the more authority you'll carry. And that's, that's we, we can see that way back for hundreds of years. I mean, that's how we have evolved our clothing. 
Um, so I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in that, in the outer layer. But again, if they need to be functional and move around, well, then, you know, there's something to be said. But really, I, I, I'm i struggling with the, with the shell jackets and the, yeah. the, water, the waterproof jackets and the shell jackets. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I see. I see what you're saying. Now, you know, we were talking about Monaghan and uh, all roads, of course, are going to be leading to Tralee. But we want to talk about the Monaghan roads because you got uh, an opportunity to work with Rachel Woods. I did. I asked for the opportunity, Sinead, because I can sit here on my little high horse and say, oh no, she, that's not right and this isn't right and that's gorgeous and that's not gorgeous. So I just decided, Marie, instead of whinging about what she may or may not be wearing, why don't you just give her the tools? So yeah. I had her here for a morning and I gave her the tools of colour and style and I spent three hours, maybe four hours with her and it meant that when she went to all those fabulous retailers who were sponsoring her outfits, that she knew exactly what to choose and she knew exactly what not to choose. So she can still be herself. And the comments that I'm getting back is that she looks like herself, which is so, so important. Oh, it really is. So, and I've seen yeah. so many of the of the different uh, pictures of her as well. I mean, there's so many different outfit changes that she she has as well. There's a lot. Yeah. She had they to go get on trained. the road for 13 yeah. days and they have to have two outfits per day. So that's 26 outfits. Okay. And they have to have, there are, there are fairly serious guidelines about what they can and cannot wear. Oh, so there's a determined yeah. length of the skirt and mm. dress. You know, so things have to be respectable, I suppose, is the word I would use. But there, there, are, there are strict guidelines about what they can and cannot do. So when you're trying to pack, I mean, if you're trying to pack for a week's holidays, you know how hard that is. Yes. She's tried to pack for 13 days, having two outfits per day, both different Plus, she has to be able to be photogenic, be on the front of Instagram, be on the local newspaper, be in the local whatever, and look amazing. So it's tricky. And all of the shops were offering, you know, offering her things. And yes, she of course. Has to be able to help them all and 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 talk about all of the places. But she's also been sustainable. So she's been able That's to. That's what I was going to ask you. Shop. She went into the B2P shop in Carrick and Cross and got things from there. Because she knew what to choose and she yeah. also went to, she's rented a few outfits. So, mm. so that's been, she's been able to do that, which is fabulous. Yeah, and I, as you mentioned there, she the, one of the dresses that is is really striking is the one that she got from the the Carrick Cross SVP. It's this kind of royal blue with a sort of a pinky flower on it. It's really yeah, really stunning, and and it's yeah. perfect on her. It really is perfect yeah, on her. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's great to see that. It's great to see you know a, a festival like Rosa Tralee jumping you know on board with the sustainability angle as well. So this idea of pre loved and rented dresses is great. Uh, so do you have any idea? Then you probably don't have any idea of what she's going to wear tomorrow. Are you going to be surprised like oh, the rest I of do. us? I do. Oh, you I do? do. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, Maria! <laughs> she's leaving me hanging. And she's not on and she's on Tuesday night. She's not on Monday night. Oh, she's no, on she's Tuesday night. She's on tomorrow yeah. night. That's right, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 that's very exciting. Okay, so you do know that. So you're happy enough with the choice. You know oh, that she's made the right choice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Now, speaking of sustainability, I have to ask you, how is your pledge going to not buy anything new? It's been it's been great. I'm on month eight, month eight. I've bought nothing new this year apart from as, as I said at the beginning. I would you know I, I, exceptions shoes and underwear actually, which I haven't bought anyway. So um, it's been great, Sinead. You, I'm shopping with intent. When I see something, I, I use the same procedure that I use when I'm shopping normally. Yeah. I make sure that the garment I'm choosing ticks all the boxes: color, style, 
fits me, will I get value from it? Can I bring it into my wardrobe and create six outfits? And I can do that every time. So I've managed to pick up jackets, um, a gorgeous Maximara dress, a designer dress, which I had altered slightly. But I'm, and I've, and I've, yeah, it's been, it's been great and it's been easy actually. Will I go back to buying new question? There's a question mark over that, whether I will or whether I won't. Yeah. And was this the gorgeous, was this the gorgeous green dress that you wore for an event? That was a dress. I rented that one. Wow. I wanted to try a rental. I wanted yes. to see what it's like. It's super. You rent, you get it for four days, you pay a fee, you give it back to them. You don't have to clean it. They yeah. look after all of that. So you get it clean, you give it back, and then they clean it for the next person. It's a super opportunity. Yeah. A, there are lots more of them coming on, on stream. And you can also offer your clothes to be one of those rented garments. Oh, that's a great idea as well. It's a great idea. So it's like a swap shop. Yeah, it really is. And people are doing this more and more. There's lots of weddings, events, huge events. You know, if you have a black tie event and you're thinking, I don't really want to buy something new that's going to sit there in the wardrobe for another while. That is a great idea. It really is. Maria, as always. I am loving it today. I am loving doing the second hand thing. And pre-loved it. It's opened my eyes. And I I was doing it already, but I'm really... Really You're going for it now. Yeah, really it is, going yeah, for it. It's really great. Yeah, delightful. Yeah. Well, you know you've converted me. I'm always mooching <laughs> around an SVP or a secondhand shop. Absolutely, I love doing it. Yeah. It's great. It really is, and it does. It's something unique that you won't find anywhere else in the shops. You know, it's often something that's a, a one of a kind that's sort of left there, which is great. Uh, Maria, but you have to have patience. Sorry, you have to have patience. There will only be yeah. one thing in one size, so well, you that's won't it always, too. You know, you you won't have the choice of. I, I want that in the size 14 it's there there's only one thing there so yes. you have patience and, and yeah you'll but enjoy buy, the buy mooching less, but you'll buy better yeah yeah, and enjoy the mooch around absolutely yeah. Yeah. as always a pleasure having you on the show uh, thank you so so much for joining us today Maria you're welcome Sinead thanks, thanks for having me on uh, Maria Macklin there if you want to find out more about Maria the colour analysis work that she does anything like that what she does you can find her on social media Unlocking Your Style you can also email her maria.macklin at houseofcolour.com 11 to 1 there's Bruno Mars Pent on me on LMFM's 11 to 1 now we're going to get back to our competition very very shortly but first it's time for this LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Sarah Thompson and Associates Limited Accountants and Taxation Advisors requires full and part-time bookkeepers in their offices in Kells County Meath. Ratopa Recruitment Agency requires qualified tradesmen willing to work on projects in the Netherlands. Please uh, visit their website ratopa.com for more information. Experienced childminder required for two children aged one and two years old in Minder's own home in North Drogheda area. No calls please if you could text only to 086 073 2972 and don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job search on lmfm.ie LMFM job search Getting back to our competition In a matter of weeks, food and music fans can look forward to a weekend of fabulous eats and beats at Visit Mourne's newest Giant Adventures Festival. Set against the stunning backdrop of the Mourne Mountains, Newcastle and County Down will host the Eats and Beats Festival on Saturday the 3rd and Sunday the 4th of September. So they're going to provide the best in local and international food. You can enjoy delicious fare at the homegrown and world food villages. Over 60 food and drink outlets around it. If that isn't enough, you can dance your way around three music stages 
offering over 40 free performances and fringe events. So to celebrate all of this, I have teamed up with Visit Morn. They've given me a fabulous prize of a two-night stay at the Sleeve Donnard Hotel in Newcastle. You're going to get bed and breakfast, plus vouchers for two people for Short Cross Gin from the Radamond Distillery, the Whitewater Brewing Company and Neary Nogs Chocolate. It is a fantastic prize. So we're going with the beats kind of idea. And each day I'm going to play you an iconic drum beat from a really well-known song. Lots of you getting it today, but I am going to play it for you once more. I need you to tell me the name of the artist and the name of the song that this drum beat is from on 86 658 Very easy, very easy. 86 658 We're going to pick a finalist very shortly. By the way, you can find out more details. Visit mornmountains.co.uk and you can find them at Visit Morn on social media as well. Broken bottles in the hotel lobby. There's Codaline. High hopes on LMFM's 11 to 1. This is really cool. This is the best of Loud and Me, the wards, and they're back for 2022. Let's get a little bit of fanfare going for it. Yeah. So over the coming weeks, along with localheroes.ie and innovation by Board Gosh Energy, we are looking to recognise the local heroes in our community. So Loud and Me, okay? Uh, so you can nominate the best businesses and services in Louth and Meath from best beauty salon to best breakfast roll, best barber to gym, best takeaway to best tradesperson and much more. So you can nominate whoever you like in each category. What do you need to do? Well, you need to head over to lmfm.ie. You're going to see a link on our homepage there. And uh, the top three finalists will be in each category and then they'll make it to the voting stage. OK, so the best of Louth and Mead the Awards with Board Gosh Energy's localheroes.ie. If you're looking for a trusted plumber, electrician or gas boiler installer in Louth and Mead, visit localheroes.ie. And Local Heroes comes with a 12 month guaranteed back, uh, but guaranteed back by uh, Board Gosh Energy. So the categories very briefly okay best breakfast roll best barber best coffee shop best tradesperson best restaurant best takeaway best power pub bar pub even best beauty salon best hairdresser best gym best bakery and best butcher okay so it's going to be all on lmfm.ie okay from today so you can vote for your local hero there that is great I love that we're doing this and uh, as I say it's all supported by Board Gosh Energy so get voting now Talking about our competition, very, very shortly, I have a fine list to announce just after these. 11 to 1. The beloved. Yes, it's time to announce our first fine list. This is for our wonderful competition in association with Visit Morn. We have a two-night bed and breakfast stay at the Sleeve Donard Hotel in Newcastle up for grabs, as well as vouchers for two people for Short Cross Gin from Radamond Distillery, the Whitewater Brewing Company and Neary Nogs Chocolate. So we were asking you to guess this iconic drum beat. Ah, of course, it was so easy today. It is Stevie Wonder and Superstition. That was our drum beat for today. And I can tell you that Kieran Lidster, I'm not sure whereabouts in the northeast you are, but you're going into the draw, okay? Going into the draw for this on Friday. 
Don't worry if you missed out today. I'll have another iconic drum beat for you tomorrow on the show. So do stay tuned right here to LMFM's 11 to 1 for your chance to win that. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. Jerry Kelly on the way with Late Lunch at Half One. I'll leave you with Tin Lizzie. Chat to you tomorrow. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237.